Jesus, weary, worn, and sad. He took my sins away. He took my sins away. And now His love has made my heart so glad. He took my sins away. Oh, yes. He took my sins away. He took my sins away. Because you know, a lot of us are not going to die. We are going up in the resurrection. So I would like us to say, through the sky, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. So through the sky, because probably most of us are not going to die. We're going to go just up through the sky. So that's the change we want to make on it. Okay, what page is it? Okay. I know y'all don't have books, but it is page 311. Thank you. 
continue to pray for Travis Lloyd. That's Amber Thomas's stepdad and Chris Anders, Benny Brown. Uh, things seem to be going uh, real good with him. And uh, Norman Gilbert, stage four lung cancer. Don Howell doing up and down right now but needs a special touch. Walton Andre Irwin. Roy and Janice Bowden, Mildred and George Pratt, Steve, Stephanie Ingram, Sherry Tate, Mitchell and Tracy Scott, Garrett and Amy Landers, Laura Jordan, Dawson Huey, Curtis Morris, Linda Adams, Carol Hush, uh, and also uh, my uncle, uh, T. Hush. That's her husband, and uh, he is uh, really in critical shape, but he's excited about going home, and so I want to pray for them. Sister Billy Bolton, Tom Harris, the Dickies are doing better, but still need some special strength. Brother John Proctor, I want us to uh, just... Really let the heart Lord give us some strength and courage for him. Uh, the school has been so nice to him. He was telling me a few days ago, he said, you know, they just told me, he said, look, if you need to go home, don't even ask anybody. Just take off, go home, take care of your wife. And uh, so we really appreciate that courtesy from the school. And uh, I don't know if you know it or not, but he pretty much has all the children at the school named some weird name. And uh, so if he starts calling you weird names, just tell him, say, we're not in school. He is just, <laughs> he's just Brother John Proctor. And what a great guy. We just want to make sure that he's covered. If you have a special unspoken request, let the Lord know that he is on your side. He's on their side. He is a healer. He's a deliverer. He is an encourager. Father, we come to you tonight because we know that it is in you that we have our faith. We know that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So our love, our commitment, our dedication is to see that angels and the glory of the Lord fill our voice, fill our hands, our heart. We are believing for citywide, countywide, statewide conquering power, healing, victory, and glory. God, I pray that the church of the living God will rise to new heights as we meet the demand of this hour. Thank you for it. Could we just praise him for doing and listening? After time I went searching for peace in some I was trying to blame all my ills on this world I was in. Surface relationships used me to lie was done in. Oh, 
to free me from sin. He was there all the time. He was there all the time. Waiting patiently in line. fake rainbow skin Now that I have the answer My life is just starting to rhyme Sharing each new day With him is a cup of fresh waiting right here for me all the time. He was there all the time. He was there all the time. Shout and sing. 
your sister's brother will be singing around the throne in that land where no one ever knows a king. And the Christians of all ages will join in the triumph song. Everybody will be happy all day. Everybody said I stand at the door and knock that's how close he is to the revival that we've been expecting he said I am at the door if any man will open the door I'll get in there and what I got for supper will make your future more enjoyable in every way he is incapable of lying there's not a chance that he's not knocking on the door of this generation we've got to help people understand the knock that's where our appreciableness is right now 
And so we're trying to do everything we can. By that, I mean me and God and the angels to get us into that place where when we hear the hollow knock of empty-hearted people that we can tell them, all you got to do is listen for the voice or the knock. It'll always be a polite knock. It won't be somebody trying to knock your door down. It'll just be a polite knock. And when he speaks through the window or however he gets to you, you will always sense a spirit of kindness, gentleness, meekness, joy, peace, righteousness. He just don't know any other way. So it's a phenomenon that we have been given the privilege and the unique opportunity to develop a life that God said, I will reward every man according to his works. That's that's big stop because I don't want a little area over in the corner of Canaan land that I, I, I just want a, several areas to be working in. So tonight, uh, I want us to move forward into the lesson, somebody say the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. It is not something that is foreign, but the kingdom of God, did I hit that? Is taken over. Now, I tried to put the best picture I could find of something that looked elaborate. And uh, it, I, I didn't want it to be so distinguishable that we thought that we could tell everything. And so this has a lot of opaqueness, but it has a lot of sky. It has a lot of uh, background. And uh, that kingdom of God is taking this thing over. Now, see, it just don't feel like it. But he let us know that in the last days, deceivers will come. That the spirit of the Antichrist will come. And darkness shall cover the face of the earth. We're there. But if that's true, then he is about to show out. Because those are not going to get ahead of him. He is the way, the truth, and the light. And no man can get into that except they come through the bloodline and the Father are the resources and the source of life. So you want to have the wedding garment on. You don't want to be taking it off and, and, and trying to dress like the world, talk like the world, act like the world, be chummy with the world the bible says what fellowship hath light with darkness now we've tried to in the past we tried to get ahead of ourselves and people we dressed them up like adults when they really were still babies and they 
didn't know what to do with the microwave. They didn't know what to do with limitations. We are not wrong in being disciplined in our lifestyle. But to make people think they're an adult and dress them as an adult, they don't know how to act. <coughs> so their immaturity, they just tell everybody, you're going to hell if you don't do this. Because nobody wants to miss the rapture of the church. So he told us in place, grow in grace and in knowledge. Just like you do when you grow up. You you put things on children that fit them. And man, their diaper can be hanging half out. Nobody thinks anything bad about that, but they're still your kid. They're still God's people. But we have got to do the thing that needs to be done, and that's grow in grace. We can't just name ourselves this and, and hope it will carry us on through. And so holiness unto the Lord, Zechariah 14, 20, and Hebrews 12 and 14 are not optional. They are a important virtue to those who are going to populate that holy city. But he don't want people trying to dress right when they don't have their spirit or attitude right. And I'm going to throw this in. I may have it in my notes. I don't know if I do or not, but it's worth saying. The carnal mind is enmity with God, is not subject to the law of the spirit, neither indeed can be. So there's got to be a development of wanting to be everything we can be. Because he is not going to knock the door down and say, look, he said, I'm just going to stand there and knock. But if you'll open the door, I will come in and I will bring my glory from A to Z and I will cover you with the power that I have covered the heavens with and I will hold you like I hold the earth in the middle of its place in the climates and etc. and I will create atmospheric pressures that will lower the elements and bring rain and then I will raise the atmosphere and I will bring in sunny days and then I will change the climate and give you some cool days. He is the God of everything. And he's the God of our mind. He's the God of our heart. He's the God of our spirit. And he wants to be a people. He wants to be married or is part of a people that love him. So he said, I'm jealous over you with godly jealousy. Or Paul is saying it for him. I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. No one needs to have a problem with oneness with as many anecdotes and statements that is made in that Bible about one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one church, one people, one great, one great bride. Paul sustains the Christ ideal of one people. Now, think with David, a shepherd. What do I desire in life? What is it that's your next step that you're really looking forward to? 
What is the dream of every one of us when we wake up in the morning and know that God is watching and listening and he's got angels assigned and, and they're already there and he said, I'm knocking at the door. I want to go with you to work. I want to go with you when you talk to your kids in the morning. I want to talk, go with you when you talk to your mother in the morning. I want to go with you when you pray over your people tomorrow. I want to go with you when you pray for the neighbors that are in a vast need. I will be there. I stand there and I knock and I will come in and I'll go right with you and I will give you the strength and the wisdom and the courage and the fortitude and the backbone to be able to stand there when they say, what are you doing in my house? And you do what he did the first time that we acted like we didn't want it. Patience. Loving kindness. Gentleness. Meekness. Oh, friend, he is on our side. He wants to clean up our city, but he wants to use your voice and your hands and your heart and your life to get it done. That's the partnership. So David said, when I consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers, the earth, the moon, the stars, which thou hast ordained, then what is man? All this vastness, this stuff that just totally obeys him to the T. Everything, the rain, the wind, the sun, the moon. Have you noticed how consistent the sun is? I mean, even on a cloudy day, it gets out and shines. So when we've got trouble, we ought to shine. On a cloudy day, he's still God. And on a cloudy morning, you still got the Holy Ghost. On a cloudy morning, you still got the Word of God. On a cloudy morning, you still got hope. And on a cloudy morning, you still got joy. On a cloudy morning, you still got peace. On a cloudy morning, you still got Jesus. There's nothing that's formed that can annihilate him. What is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him? Now, we'll think about all that stuff later, but for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. He has crowned you with the spirit of that statement meaning he has passed the baton of that spiritual nature over to each one of us don't you let the devil dwarf your dreams and dwarf your strength and dwarf your future we're not midgets we just look like it the holy god of heaven is inside of us. That's why you want the Holy Ghost. That's why you want to let the Holy Ghost talk to the 
source of all things, and that's praying in the Spirit. Paul said, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. What was you saying, Paul? I was telling you that I have to get out of the flesh to reach all the stuff I'm wanting to get done, and if I'm going to be locked up in prison, I'm going to have to talk to the one who owns the guys that are keeping me here. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put, I wish somebody say, all things under his feet. If you've got him, then all things are under your feet. To have him and not have that kind of power. So accessing him Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power. I'm coming down here with y'all for a second so I can get back up there. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. How long? And, and. There's no need for you to get all down and out because I'm telling you the God that has got eyes all over the world and all over the heavens and all over the everything, he is looking in on you and he's got angels reporting in regularly. I'm going to be down there with Sister Dot Lipscomb while she's trying to figure out how all those people's going to get their taxes paid. I'm here to tell you this ought to be the greatest and most exciting thing in the world to get to go to the house of God and to hear from the God of the house so that God can come home with us and he can go to the job with us in a fresh environment and thus we are renewed day by day in the Holy Ghost and in the Word and in the Spirit and then we triumphant and devils and demons and all of that stuff are conquered because the church is rising up. The body of Christ with a headship that is able to do exceeding and think and act and respond and do. I'm here to tell you we ought to be a shouting people today because he is about to match off with everything and I don't want to be out yonder. I want to be up here in the clouds of glory with the wisdom of God a crown over my head and the strength of angels as a backup and a strength of angels as a gate opener. All sheep, oxen, yea, beast of the field, the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, whatsoever passeth through the paths of the sea. Is there anything I've left out? Or he left out? I'm just quoting him right now. Do I really desire this world or his plan for our world together? I want us to think about what our greatest desire is when we get up in the mornings. I want us to think about what our greatest desire is when we get ready to go to the house of God. I want us to think about some of that stuff. Because if we're not careful, we just get into that thing, oh, I'm going to the house of God tonight. I hope we don't preach too long, and I hope we don't sing too long, and I hope they don't carry the offering over too long. I'm preaching to the wrong crowd because every one of y'all give and wonderful. His forever kingdom. Somebody say forever kingdom. This thing's not going to end. That's why you don't want to ever get out. Because if you're not careful, 
you're let doubts and fears and inhibitions and people's caustic remarks about uh, I just don't and you ought to look at them and say you know what a whole lot of us are hard to understand uh, does your husband ever have a hard time understanding you Say it gently. Don't get upset. I don't believe in living in a fictitious religious system. I believe the Lord is alert, and I believe we ought to be alert, and I think we ought to have good answers, and I think we ought to be able to come up with some stuff that will turn the devil around and send him scooting. Great peace have they who love the law of the Lord. Greater things than these shall you do because I go to the Father. Greater. Huge. The Lord made the heavens and the earth and all that is therein. None of this could satisfy his future. Look at that. I don't know who took the picture. I just found it on internet. I just... I don't know. It's just amazing to me what they've got on the Internet. Look at that. That represents jillions of stars and oxygen. And it's on a picture right here in front of us. And the Lord made every bit of that. You tell me how far away heaven is. Those things, the way that they talk, when I studied some of that, the way that they talk is that the earth is not even as big as one of those little minuscule things. That's huge. And we're wondering if the God managing that can help us manage our little stuff. Do you not think for one minute that he's waiting on you tomorrow when you get up and he said, you kneel your knee and God give us this day our daily bread. You think he's going to have to go start cooking then? No, 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 no. He's got a pantry full of wisdom and knowledge and power and gentleness and peace and meekness and joy and righteousness. He's got it stacked up. I mean, it's stacked up. There's a river of that stuff. The ocean would have to drain itself out before he runs anywhere close to not being able to meet your need according to his riches and glory. How large is the mind or the plan of God? How often are we stopping to realize that we, the weaker part, the bride, the weaker element, the the church, we are the weaker part, but that doesn't mean we're weak. Great peace belongs in the church. Great joy belongs in the church. 
Great faith belongs in the church. Great future belongs in the eyes of the church. Great angels' power belongs at the fingertips of the church. Lifting up our holy hands without wrath and doubting. Get all that stuff cleared out so the antenna can bring in some new stuff. Angels are going to land on your hands. And you're going to take those hands and then you're going to put them on the fevered brow of somebody. You may even put your hands on your own head and say, get with it, Robert L. He is the Lord Almighty. He is the Lord of glory. He is the Lord of peace. He is the Lord of power. He is the Lord of yesterday. He is the Lord of the future. He is the Lord of the kingdom. He is the Lord over all and in all and through you all. And he said, I'm not changing. I'm going to be God every day and all you got to do is open the spigot and I've got water and glory and power and ingredients. You just got to get in a position to receive it and receive ye me and go to it. I wish somebody stand and give him praise. And you're not praising me. I'm talking about praising him. He's watching. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, as you're seated, what do you really mean when you say you believe in him? Wondering if he will save you. Wondering if he'll keep you. Wondering if he's really on your side. Well, where's God? So quick. Folks, we're fixing to move into this thing. I'm telling you, there, I, there's not a chance that I'm as smart as some of the stuff God's given me to preach. I'm, I'm, I am not playing with that. I'm here to tell you I know I am in his holy territory because I can't preach as good as he can let me preach. Without him, I am nothing. But I'm talking to you tonight. You just don't want to go to hell. Is that why you're in the church? Is that why you're fine? Oh, Jesus. The joy of the Lord remains our strength. I got joy, joy, joy down in my soul. I got joy, joy, joy in my heart. I got joy, joy, joy in my hands. I got joy, joy, joy in my car. I got joy, joy, joy in my house. I'm not letting no devils in and rob my house. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Watch it now. Here it goes. Open the door. He inhabits the praise of his people. He said, when my people begin to praise me, I'm bringing the whole load in. Joy, peace, and righteousness. And groom them. And empower them. And they're going to absolutely walk above. 
and not be the tail. They're going to be the head. Why? You see, a lot of people that I've met, they just don't want to go to hell, so they try to serve God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is no joke. It's no game. It's not something fiction. It is it, totally non-fiction. There is not one fictional thing in that Bible. All the promises in that book are yea and amen. And if that's not true, you don't have to worry about heaven or hell. Uh, but if it is true, you've got a something working for you where the angels of God are going to be there and they're going to be knocking on your door every day saying would you let him in would you let him in he's been sending me down here to watch you and I've been watching you and you I'll be knocking that door down. Hey, Joy, I need I need you. Would you come out and let's go for a picnic? Hello? Your kids need to see you with a picnic bunch out down at the park and having just a great time. Sweat it out at a ball game and not think one thing about it. But... city's worth saving our city and schools are worth communicating the gospel to them not telling them you got to come hear our pastor they want to hear you because if you're not a chambermaid of the spirit that's being fed here then they're not going to feel like it's really that much of a deal anyhow how long you been going that's what they ought to ask every one of us and how much joy do you have? And how much peace do you have in your home? Is your bank account bigger than your peace and righteousness? Ladies and gentlemen, this is a forever stop. You don't want to miss the brass ring. You want to latch on to it. He said, lay hold on eternal life. I wish somebody would just do it like that. Lay hold on it. If you got your Bible close, you'll just lay your hand on your Bible and say, lay hold on it. I'm telling you, don't turn that loose. Uh, turn the money loose before you turn the book loose. Turn, the, the, turn all the other stuff off before you turn uh, Jesus off. Uh, don't, I mean, turn the TV off, turn the radio off, turn the, all that junk off and turn all the stuff off and, and before you turn his ear off, I mean, before his voice off. Uh, you don't want to miss the voice of the Lord tomorrow. You don't want to be able 
able to miss the voice of the Lord tomorrow afternoon. I'm telling you, there's going to be things. He said, many are the afflictions of the righteousness, but I am going to guide you with my eyes, and I'm going to guide you with my voice, and I'm going to guide you with my truth. And though a wayfaring man shall not err in all of that, because I'm going to be so conscious and cautious about your future, I'm going to have that preacher preach, or if he can't preach, I'm going to send an angel and I'm going to bring new thoughts to your mind. You don't want to turn every thought off that don't sound like what you really want. It, it may be your need that's coming through the door. It may be your need that's about to be answered. It may be your need in the next five minutes of praying. Do you really love him? Is it a pleasant thing to hear his voice? Is it a pleasant thing? Oh, my God. There comes my husband. And he's probably going to get another five dollars out of my pocket. Oh, my. What do you want now? I mean, God has Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them who have trespassed against us. I can't imagine a Holy Ghost church being in a mess of trying to tell everybody how bad a day I had yesterday without telling them how good God was to give me the breath to be there. He said, my people have forgotten where they got their breath. You'll have studied. He didn't say it quite as clear as I did, but that's what it is. This whole show is, how much do you love him? How much do you really enjoy getting intimate with him. No. He wants intimacy for one reason. He wants to sow into your life fruitful things. All the fruit of the Spirit. And if you don't have a tree full of the fruit of the Spirit, I would encourage you to do whatever you got to do because it's the fruit of the Spirit that's going to carry you through the next temptation. The gifts of the Spirit are wonderful, but that is for something that spreads out a little further. The fruit of the Spirit is what has to go through you, and it energizes your brain, it energizes your hands, it teach my hands to war. That comes out of the fruitfulness of the Spirit. Getting the Holy Ghost is not the finale. The Holy Ghost is the Spirit that reaches out and pulls the plums and pulls the pomegranates and pulls all the other stuff out and feeds it into your mind and in your heart. And a blessed are they that are pure in heart, for they shall see God. They don't have to wonder if He's there. They're going to start seeing Him. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. I'm telling 
telling you God is in the house. God's here. God's on your job. God's in your car. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And I'm telling you, frustrations and hate uh, and hate and jealousy and envy and strife cause the spirit of the heart to be cloudy, and you can't find that peace that passes understanding in the middle of all the darkness. Uh, you got to get the dark out. You got to get all those frustrations out. They're not the only way you can get them out is turn the light on. That's the truth. That's the light of the world. He is the light of the world. His name is power. His name is authority. His name brings angels of darkness into a, a, a hole and you can capture them casting out demons and every wild thing that hindereth the church of the living God. I'm telling you it's time to do a little kicking in the spirit and saying devil you're not tormenting my mind another day. You're not clouding my heart another day because my mind thinks like a heart and the book says it this way as a man thinketh in his heart so is he you can tell your heart by what's happening during the day oh did we get through with that I don't think I'm through I just pushed the button let me just say it like this Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. The carnal mind is enmity against doing that. You can judge yourself, which is what the Bible said. Judge yourselves. Now, the preaching of the word brings the plumb bob down out of the Old Testament. Plumb bob down. That's what preaching is. Get the plumb bob down. And if you're over there, you may be too righteous. If you're over there, you may be not quite righteous enough. Because kingdom powers are three. And we may get there and we may not. But the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. Righteousness is in the middle. Because that is the anchor. It's the word. It's the alignment. It's an anchor of the soul. Over here is peace, and over here is joy. And when you got peace and joy on either side, it's just pretty hard to have a bad day. You've got to turn God off because he is an ever-present knock on the door. It don't mean you can go easy. It doesn't mean that your brain is not being... Uh, affected it just means you got to fight the fight of faith you got to talk to the devil like you talk to your I mean uh, uh, like you ought to Send him scooting out of your car, out of your brain, out of your heart, out of your land. I'm here to tell you, our world deserves to know a people that know a God that is peace and joy and righteousness. And nothing shall by any means offend them. Doesn't mean you won't be tempted. He said many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the righteous knows how to fight 
God revealed to us his glory. Life, grave, and the rapture. He didn't have any hard time presenting his life, put it in a grave, and then took it on a rapture trip. And so Paul said, I'll tell you what you guys do. Follow me as I follow that. So when he was in prison, he followed that prescription. When he was hurting and his back was bleeding and all kind of manner of people had turned him down and done him wrong, he was singing praises in the Holy Ghost in the jailhouse and the earth began to quake. I'm here to tell you that you can create an earthquake. It may not be such a physical thing as it was for the Apostle Paul, but it can be an earthquake where all the demons in your house or in your property begin to get nervous as a termite on a yo-yo and they say, hey, look here we're getting out of here there's too much blood going on that righteous blood of Jesus is getting turned loose those people are praising the name of the Lord in a dance they're praising him with a loud voice they're praising him with their lifted hands they're praising him with the clapping of the hands I'm here to tell you that we got to get out of this place the demons are going to run from you when the glory is flowing These men are not drunk with wine, as you might suppose. i tell you what happened. They just got totally free. They're not worried about demons anymore. They found the answer. They learned to worship. They learned to pray. They learned to live the truth. They learned to walk in the word. They learned to love one another. They learned to love their enemies. Great peace. I wish about five of you men stand up, if you really mean it, and just praise him with a loud voice. Jesus, we want you to know. We want you to not have one doubt. We are your people. We have dedicated our life to you. You don't have to go on a long course to figure out that he did it first for you, Brother Darren. When he asked you, he didn't ask you till he'd done it himself. Crucify the flesh and the lust thereof. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. Well, it's just sort of hard to serve two masters. I mean, that's what he said. Somebody went mute on me. I said, it's hard to serve two masters. It's hard to be mad at people and hold a grudge. When he forgave us and didn't hold a grudge. I'm glory hound. I uh, know, glory bound. <laughs> I had to work that in. I'm a hound dog after him. 
as the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after him. I'm here to feed the flock. I am here to dress the day. I am here to do whatever I got to do. You have put food on my table. You have given me energy. You have given me passion. And I dare not come to you with just some answers from RLM. I am here from him. I am telling you that he is in the house. He is in your land. He is in your territory. And he wants to go up, uh, go to your house uh, and get in your car in the morning. Uh, He wants to go with you everywhere you go and give you great peace, uh, great joy, great thrill. I am in the Lord and the Lord is in me. You shall receive power. Sort of got ahead of myself, didn't I? I don't know if you've ever been on one of them ships or not. But I think I've seen some people on both of them. There's one, the old ship of Zion, we used to pray, sing about it. That ship has lights, no dark corners, has good food, has safe areas, has all the instruments that are necessary to make sure that no enemy can get in. But this other loose living type life, just out there hoping that you don't have a storm, hoping that nothing happens. I can promise you the Lord said many are the afflictions of the righteous. So you don't want your ship without the proper nourishment on it. You don't want your ship that don't have a radar to pick up where he's at and then a transceiver to receive what his information is. My sheep hear my voice. They know my voice. I watch the storm. I try to tell them there's a storm coming. And, 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 but they go on in the Bible calls it their own pernicious ways. Uh, uh, in other words, uh, well, I, I think I can tell when I'm about to get in trouble. No, 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 no. The Spirit itself maketh witness. Uh, the Spirit is going to happen. I'm telling you, my dad visited our church one time. Uh, and he looked at me and he said, son, what in the world? that's going on with a man there in your church. I said, I don't know. It doesn't look to me like he's doing anything wrong. I said, what's the deal? He said, man, I'm telling you, there's something wrong with that guy. He said, I'm telling you, it took me weeks before God put the pressure on that situation. And all of a sudden, it came to expose. And all of a sudden... God, I'm, I'm walking right beside all of that. Had no clue. And a man comes in from somewhere else and he says, man, what in the world's going on? Well, scared me thinking I was that close and didn't notice it. God, I got caught up. We were having so many good things happen, I couldn't even see bad. How we think cannot afford to balance our spiritual budget in our community and world. It's not how we think. It's what he says. I put that up there a while ago because I want you to understand. He went through death, hell, and the grave for a reason. To develop a wisdom 
to develop an ability so that you would know he knew. It wasn't a matter that he didn't know all the thinkings of men and thinkings of women and all of that. He already knew all that stuff. He knows our frame that we are but dust. He knows that. And so he has created a spiritual climate, all the fruit of the Spirit. And if if that fruit of the Spirit is not nurturing our mind and our heart and our soul, I can promise you, you will have deficiency. You have seizures every now and then. I don't think I want to go to the house of God. Don't want to go to God's house? Don't want to be a partner with God? Well, I just don't feel like The last time I prayed, he didn't show up. He didn't show out. I just, I'm, I've had it with him. I'm just going to go it on my own. In other words, I'm going to dig my pit a little deeper. And eventually, I'll disappear. Heart, mind, feelings. You can tell when you're going to burn yourself. But it's a sad day when the people of God call themselves the people of God and they can't tell when they're getting close to hell. That's the fire of hell. When you see that stuff coming, its intent is to totally destroy you. And don't, wor- don't you worry that you-, that you showed up tonight because there's a bunch of people online that needed this worse than some of y'all. Y'all get that? God knows where you are. He sent me tonight. I'm telling you, I'm not being a smart aleck. I'm telling you, I am preaching to you something. We better get the kick in the gear and saying, hey, look, I'm on the way of the Lord. I am going to do the things of God. I am going to live like God wants me to live. We don't have time to play games anymore with this kingdom thing and just play pussyfoot with a foot. No, 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 no. Dance purposefully. We'll worship purposefully. Shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Get in the backyard if you have to. Where nothing but your dog or cat will be scared. Maybe a cow. You still got any cow? Ronnie, you got any? Get out there and see if you can shout down a cold. They're not even afraid of you. And people, if they hear you shouting here in the church, they'll shout all day at a ball game. They'll shout over at people getting in their way. They'll shout about everything. But you get them in the house of God where the God of the house is wanting to hear their shout, and they won't even move. Well, I'm trying to educate you so you can educate your neighbor. This is a a handoff. I'm here to tell you, if you know how to handle that stuff, you can do it in the kindness and the courtesy that needs to be done. But i got to develop faith. This this ship here is heading for a bad situation. 
I've tried. We say, I can't do it, man. I just can't dance. I just can't shout. I can't praise the Lord with a loud voice. And then they get to the football game. We get to shouting, and it's dumb. And the God that gives all those people that say it's dumb is the one that they got their breath from. And he said, shout unto the Lord with a voice of trump. That was his way of telling you, I'm here. I want you to know I'm here. And when I hear you shouting, I know your obedience factor is kicked in. Spirits control our world and homes. Limited spiritual powers limit life. I hear, you'd just be shocked how many people I hear saying, you know, I'm just not the, I'm just not the, uh, you know, the emotional type. And my dad had one of the greatest answers. Matter of fact, I think that's probably where I got this idea now that I'm starting to say it. He said, they, they tell me <laughs> that they're not very emotional. And he said, nothing but a two-inch rat will send them running through the house. Tell me they're not emotional. One little wasp gets after them, and they start knocking their hairdo down. And they're not emotional. Come on, folks. It's time for us to fess up. It's the Lord of the house that we need to praise with everything inside of us. This is the day that the Lord has made, and God is trying his best to get his lover to move into closer, intimate relationship so new seed can be born, and new powers can be rebirthed, and new glories can come on the horizon. He said the word of the Lord is the seed, and when the seed gets in the right place, and is watered and worshipped I can tell you great strength has the church nothing shall offend them nothing shall stop them and they will take over the land brother Brother Dale wasn't you in the military like a hundred years ago or so (laughs) you know They trained us to fight. Did they do that for you? They trained you how to fix machines and stuff like that. That's fighting. See, you fight the weakness of those telecoms and was it the radio stuff that you worked with mainly or the equipment? Man, that's why I want to fly with you if we do any flying. Get him out on that wing, get that thing fixed. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you that the whole world, they just amaze me. I just don't like all that noise. Next time, really close to this <laughs> One roach that don't even know how to bite you good. 
And the Holy Ghost is knocking and saying, if you'll praise my name in a dance, I will honor that as if you had put another kind of an offering out there. Because praise is comely. Praise is an offering unto the Lord. We offer praise. Well, it, it is a sad thing when a cheerleader has to get up here and say, That song, do you know how long they've been playing with a little bull nose football? But if a song gets sung more than 10 times, oh God, there we go again. I can tell you that it's not always just about the song, it's about the meaning of the song. And then it's about the meaning of appreciativeness. And then it's about the meaning of worshiping God because God gives thoughts to people. What I have found out is he gives thoughts to people to try to get them in the kingdom. And they buy his goods and sell it. That is huge. People out yonder have talents and some people think because they wrote a great song that they're a great person. Not true. I've watched too many preachers that could preach a great sermon and be having an affair. Not once, many times. It's sickening to God. But God is willing to clean them up. He will do it in a heartbeat. That is phenomenal. Ministry and parents must teach the Christ life. I spent hours with this kind of stuff. God is really coming. Do we have any tax collectors here? Tax people that figure up taxes for others? <laughs> They're pointing fingers at you all over it. It's not always easy, is it? But see, your ministry of helps. You don't have to do that. I know that. It helps. And it's a ministry of helps. But it's wonderful to help people. Sir, what are you hugging up on that lady for? Good God Almighty, it's going to be a good evening. Folks, we don't play games with this stuff. Laughter doeth good like a medicine. Many people have to get lose connection with way too much stuff to have a good laugh. My dad taught me years ago how to get over it. He'd just tell me. He'd say, son, if you don't quit that crying right now, I'm fixing to give you another spanking.
Because he told me, he said, I'm doing this because I love you. And I thought, man, I'd like to have a chance to love you back. Let God be true and every man a liar. It comes with the territory. It's one of the first things we want to do when the police stops us and says, how fast were you going? wants to know if you're conscious and the first thing we want to do is say well my speedometer's broken that's men you ladies never do that stuff that's men we got all kind of excuses for that stuff you sure you got the right car because I think I was only doing a hundred Let God be true. Every man be a liar. This is the promise of his bride partner relationship. If you'll serve me today, I'm going to serve you better than you ever deserved. Because I got rapture stuff going. I've got total transformation going. I'm going to take your mortal body. I'm going to give it a whole new thing that you've always been wanting and that is perfect everything you're not going to get there in this flesh he said but he said when you get that new body you 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 think you do a little dancing down here you think you do a little smiling and joy to stuff down here i'm telling you i'm telling you when you get up there and that's exactly right the old singing and song said it all, Sister Denise. It will be worth it all. One glimpse of his physical atmosphere. It will seem like never did I sacrifice. Right now, this flesh goes against the grain. All right. Let's look here a minute. I, I had to really pull myself back when I started trying to let the Lord give me a leadership on this stuff. I began to look at what man has created. All that stuff came from men. They are putting tools in our hands as fast as we can use them. Look at that mercy reaching out of the heavens. For a frail frame of a person who's been steeped in all kind of weird junk going on. And the bloody hand of the master reaches down and says, Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. I'm going to give you a new heart, sir. I met him. How long ago has it been since you was at Home Depot and I met you that day? And. And that was back when she did a lot of smiling about you. 
She was all smiles. <laughs> and I said, uh, how y'all doing? And she said, well, this is Mike. He come from San Antonio. And she told me what church. And I said, well, good gracious, man. That's one of my close friends. And that's how we got started. And when he got baptized in Jesus' name, I called Brother Steve. You know, he had those two baptistries. Mm-hmm. And somebody told me he baptized in the Trinity in one of them and in the oneness in the other. <laughs> That's what somebody told me. Brother Larry Bell and I was down at uh, San Antonio on his mission. And, I, and that's where Steve is. And, and I, I made my way out to Steve's church because he and I grew up together. My wife and his wife, closest of friends in years gone by. And, and I... I, 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 I was right outside there, and uh, I said, uh, you know, old Steve, old buddy, <laughs> well, you know, when you're going to tell somebody that, that you heard that on them, uh, and, and knowing their life, uh, you've got to be real close to them. <laughs> and I said, Steve, I, I know it's probably not true, buddy. <laughs> but, man, you know how you and I, we, we, we got this stuff going on, you know, and i got to find out here. I said, because I heard. You got to understand where Steve grew up. When a, when a board member didn't do right, they tossed him out the back one, back door, threw him out the door physically. Three of the men grabbed the the now ex board member and tossed him out in the yard. And now that's real Pentecost. What's it called? Stream line. Well, uh, you know, Steve and I we, we go way back yonder, you know. And and so I said, Steve, you know. Uh, he looked at me with that cocky little grin. He said, Bob, man, I ain't never baptized anybody other than in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. I said, well, what have you been preaching? Man, he turned over to the book of Revelation, and, man, he opened up about three things to my eyes, and y'all have heard it three times. I won't ever forget that day. It was really great to go over there. Ladies and gentlemen, it did not seem that it could happen, but it is going to happen. I'm here to tell you that what did not seem that it could happen, all of that stuff where Jesus reached out with his spirit and grabbed a little lady by the name of Tammy and said, Come unto me, all you that have been laboring or heavy laden and burdened down with care. I'm going to give you a rest. You think he's quit doing that for the ones that have already been here? It's time to get some rest. I'm not talking about sleeping all day. I'm talking about getting a Holy Ghost rest where the worries that are ringing us out, where the fears are ringing us out and all of that stuff. The rest is a peace that passes understanding. It's the joy that's unspeakable and full of glory. Nobody that knows Pentecost ought to be living underneath the benches. It ought to be standing on the mountain saying, thank God. 
God for the blood. Thank God for the mercy. Thank God for the wisdom of heaven. Thank God that the truth makes us free. Thank God for the hope that we have. If we die, we live again in the getting up morning. I'm here to tell you that God Almighty is in this place tonight and he's trying to fight your battles for you and he's trying to tell you, follow me through all of this. I'm about to give you a harvest. I'm about to give you a city. I'm about to give you a closure. Would y'all play a little music? And would you find a place to stand or kneel and just pray for five minutes about what God? Because I don't want anybody not able to say, God called me and he helped me. And he's given me everything I need. And that's the confidence. And that's why the writer put it in black and white. This is the confidence we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, we know that he heard us. And if we know that he heareth us, we will have the petition we desire of him. But that can't be fictitious. That's got to be from the heart. It's got to be from the mind. Somebody say kingdom living. That's what this whole sermon is all about. Life in the kingdom. I don't want to get outside the covenant of the kingdom. I don't want to try living outside righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's enough in itself to make people know they need the Holy Ghost. Because that's one third of the kingdom. Sing it, would you? Thank y'all for being here. Oh, Lord, I give myself to you want to slip down to the front, it's certainly fine. There's a revival. There's a revival breaking loose. You don't have to have a sign. Noah, go build an ark. Y'all, you need a promise. You don't need a sign. That's the only sign we need. Thy word, O Lord. When Zion travails, sons and daughters are going to be born.
to blame it on anybody else. God is able. God is able. Don't let the devil blame you on it. See anything? 
Jesus. Amen.